the Panhandle News Network. The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go! Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. Visit their new location at 224 West King Street, Martinsburg, and online at suttonandjanelle.com. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. It is Tuesday the 29th, and you're tuned in to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm, serving West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit their new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. Marsha, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Good. It's still absolutely freezing outside. So. At least the wind is not blowing, like, as hard as it was yesterday. I tell you what, I've never I've never wanted to not walk my dog more than yesterday afternoon and evening. We both awful. had we both had the dog walking. T- I I felt so bad cuz I was disappointing her because she didn't really realize there was anything different going on. <laughs> but I was underdressed. You know, if I was going to go somewhere where it was I knew it was going to be frigid, go ski, mm-hmm. whatever, I would layer up. I was right. not layered up to go walk the dog. And we walk by our driveway and she looks across the way to her best friend who's sitting in her yard. And best friend is like one of those big furry dogs. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, my dog wanted to go play. And I had to say no. Uh, Yeah, you had to say no yesterday. (laughs) You had to. I was walking him and it's uh, the first half of the walk was fine because when was at her back. So it wasn't too bad. Right. But then Mm -hmm. as soon as we turned around, it was just a solid, consistent, just gale force wind of arctic air and it was awful it was awful i hated every second of it hated every second of it. so i know we had a snow squall here and they were forecasting another one in the afternoon and then in pennsylvania they got a really impactful snow squall yesterday afternoon yeah just uh north of harrisburg on Mm -hmm. id1 um it was a mix of fog and snow and people not necessarily realizing the weather conditions how bad they were and not being able to see what was happening in front of them and i don't know what the total was but at least 40 cars and trucks from the the story that i was reading this morning three confirmed fatalities and they said that number would probably be increased terrifying terrifying the videos that's uh, that are up the pictures that are i can't watch them so you think about the times that you've been driving yes. in the winter and you've mm-hmm. gone through things like that and the roads might not look that bad, right? And you can't necessarily see it, especially at night. Mm-hmm. You can't see it. And this was in the daytime. Can you imagine if it was at night? night? Um, but you can't necessarily see it in front of you, but you keep moving. And then the next thing you know, you see a taillight in front of you. Or you don't see it. Oof. You know? Yeah. That's I've, happened to me up on Cooper's Rock before going to Morgantown mm-hmm. on eight, on 68. Right. When it gets real windy It's a and whole hilly. different weather Ugh. universe Or Kaiser's there. Ridge up there. Yeah, same thing. So God Awful. bless us for those poor folks and mm-hmm. the um, emergency response teams that had to get out and and work that. Um, that had to be terrifying, horrific, terrifying. Yeah, so. those videos are nuts. But anyways, moving forward, uh, today is a special day. Yes, it is a Vietnam War Veterans uh, Commemoration Day. And uh, this has been it's kind of 
it's kind of a newer commemoration. Mm-hmm. It was established in 2017, uh, established March 29th as a day to pause and commemorate uh, Vietnam veterans, former prisoners of war, those listed as missing in action, as well as uh, their families. I know the Martinsburg VA Medical Center is doing a special, um, they're recognizing one of their employees, and of course all Vietnam veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are going to be some road closures up in Hagerstown as they do a special Vietnam uh, Veterans oh, Memorial cool. event as well. And then um, in Morgan County, of course, <clears throat> a pretty new veterans um, memorial that was uh, uh dedicated last fall and um you know that went that was years in the making and uh we are lucky enough to have chuck hamp on who was part of that veterans uh memorial committee worked so hard and uh he's actually going to be at the memorial today so here's an excerpt from our conversation that we had to pre-record because he's got places to go today uh with chuck hamp our guest this morning is chuck hamp from the uh, Morgan County Vietnam Veterans Memorial. Uh, he's done tireless work to uh, try to get that memorial going, and now it stands in Berkeley Springs. And uh, today is a special day uh, for folks who fought in the Vietnam War, Vietnam Veterans Commemoration Day. Uh, welcome in, Chuck. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I'm glad you took the time to talk to me. Well, thank you for everything you've been doing and, of course, um, that amazing Veterans Memorial. Um, so talk about the importance of a day set aside nationally to recognize Vietnam War uh, veterans. Well, I feel that uh, the Vietnam veterans got no respect when they came home, and this was our way of honoring their service. <clears throat> and... Uh, I've had so many comments about the monument, and uh, I, I did it. Well, that was my generation of soldiers and service people, and I was uh, lucky enough that I did not get drafted back then. And uh, I always felt a, a closeness to that group of service people, and it just. It was difficult to watch some of the ways they, they were treated, getting spit on and beat up just because they were veterans. And uh, it, it's just something I felt we should do. How many names are on the memorial? 600. Hmm. How many years did it take for you to fundraise? <laughs> About 13. Wow. I, uh, I started out raffling off birdhouses, and my wife made Afghans and made cakes and stuff to raise money, and after people saw how serious we were about our project, uh, the community got more involved, and I, I couldn't have done it without the support of the Morgan County community. Now, on the uh, memorial, is it all local names? Yeah. This is all Morgan County uh, Vietnam veterans. So they're, pe- they're people who came out of Morgan County during the conflict, but also people who live in Morgan County currently? Yeah. Uh, we felt that uh, as long as they were a veteran and they lived here in Morgan County, we, we included them too. What's been the response, um, you know, the dedication, of course, and, you know, of the, of the monument and people kind of stopping by when they're in town? What's been your response? Uh, do people largely appreciate all these uh, years of effort you've put in and, and all the people in the committee? Yes, they do. Uh, 
people that I don't uh, know have talked to me about our project. I've been down there several times when people passed through from other other towns, and they would comment on how beautiful it is and how honorable it is, and then they wondered who built it, <clears throat> who was responsible for getting it done. And when I tell them it was me and my crew of volunteers, they, they couldn't believe it, you know. And and one raffle, one dinner, one Afghan sold at a time, right? Uh-huh. Over, over um, a little over a decade. Chuck Hamp is with us. He's uh, with the Morgan County Vietnam Veterans Memorial. Uh, and you're going to be out there today um, at the at the memorial in Berkeley Springs? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be there. I have some 50th anniversary commemorative pins and some uh, stickers and stuff that I want to pass out to the Vietnam veterans. And uh, everybody who is a Vietnam veteran and doesn't have a pin you're welcome to come up. I'll be there from 10 to 4. Now, I'll ask you one more question. You said, uh, I mean, it's noted how bad of a reception, you know, Vietnam soldiers got on their way back in back then. Do you think it's gotten any better now, in hindsight? Um, some, I'd say. Uh, when we first started, the Vietnam veterans would not even talk to us because they were so mistreated back then, like I said. But after they realized what we were doing and how it meant, how much it meant to my wife and I, that they opened up. I have heard so many stories that you wouldn't believe it. Some of them are horrific. Some of them, it just, uh, it, it's hard to believe what some of the uh, people went through while they were over there and when they came home. And uh, the World War II veterans, when they came home, everybody was celebrating. But when the Vietnam veterans came home, they got nothing. Well, I know when we talked to you before, when you guys were fundraising, some of the things you did were community events. And one of the things that I thought was notable was you said that when you guys were inviting folks to come to these fundraisers, it almost became a reunion of sorts for some of them who really hadn't gotten a chance to get together and tell their stories. You're right. Uh, I I realized over the years that uh, they needed someone to talk to. And sometimes when you talk to a therapist, they're just there to talk to you. But uh, the Vietnam veterans, they had something in common. And they, they, they opened up to each other, actually. You never heard anybody talking about this up until like 10 years ago, and uh, I feel uh, honored, actually, to be part of listening to their stories. It was, it's very eye-opening, and <clears throat> it, it was humbling. Yeah, and speaking, speaking with Chuck Hamp, can you let everybody know, uh, before we let you go, where they can find your memorial and what you guys have going on today? Well, it's uh, right downtown in the middle of Berkeley Springs, um, we have a place they call the island. It's a strip of grass that goes up to Fairfax Street. The World War II and the World War One monuments are in that piece of grass, too. But ours is closest to 522, and uh, it's easy to find. Right by the courthouse. <laughs> and uh, you're all welcome to come up and look at it if you want to.
Well, we really appreciate it. It is gorgeous. I've I've been there and, and seen it and and uh, knowing how much effort was put in by you and your committee and all the, the veterans that put any time or effort into uh, getting that monument together is just, it's extraordinary. Thank you for all of your effort and uh, in recognizing the service of these folks who, um, as you mentioned, didn't always get the recognition at the time. Mm-hmm. Well, I thank you for calling and uh, you all have a good day. Thanks. Thanks, Chuck. And that was our conversation with Chuck Hamp from the Morgan County Vietnam Veterans Memorial Committee. Uh, very important and uh, interesting conversation there, Marsha. So uh, he'll be there at 10, 10 to 4 at the memorial, which is right in, um, you know, you can see it from the courthouse. It's right mm. there on uh, is it Fairfax Street. It's 27 degrees there. Oof. It is so Which might be a little colder so than, cold. than where the studios are. But like, yeah. So 10 to 4. Uh, hopefully by 10, it'll warm, warm up, up a few, little bit. few yeah. degrees. Yeah, we get to 30. But, um, but yeah, God bless them and all the efforts that they've Absolutely. been uh, putting. It was years. I remember when we started interviewing folks from that effort, and, and it was just one little dinner, one raffle at a time. And the, the beautiful part of it is, as he mentioned, that you know, sometimes when they'd have these community dinners and the veterans would come out, mm-hmm. it was a chance for them to visit with each other. Right. I mean, it's along the same lines as uh, you know, battle buddies and the different mm-hmm. people that we talk to. You know, they that soldiers want to talk to other soldiers, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I've gained. The information I've gained through talking to those guys, you know, over these last, I was last year or so now. So, yeah, very cool, very important, especially on a day like today. And the bravery that they showed, um, and and coming home and not really getting the kind of reception that that folks maybe in the in the in World War II had, had right. received um, had to make things so difficult for them and their families and and trying to reintegrate into the community. It is wonderful that they are finally being recognized. Chuck, as he mentioned, will have 50th commemoration pins for Vietnam veterans who come out and see him. So if if you're a Vietnam veteran and you haven't gotten a 50th commemoration pin. Uh, head down to the Berkeley Springs Vietnam Veterans Memorial, uh, that monument down there, and uh, get yourself hooked up with that. Absolutely. Again, if you missed that conversation with Chuck Hamp from the Morgan County Vietnam Veterans Memorial Committee, maybe you can listen back to it a little bit later on today. But stick around for more here after the break of Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live, part of the Panhandle story for 75 years, with hosts Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland, having individuals, families, businesses with all their legal needs, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit their new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. Jordan Ice Warner, alongside me, is Marsha Kavalik. Marsha, uh, we've had some interesting news the last couple of days. Yes, absolutely. So what, which one are you hitting first? Anyone. <laughs> Anyone you want. Well, before we get to some of that, can I just mention, because we were talking about National Vietnam oh, Veterans yes. Day. Mm-hmm. Um, so the VA Medical Center is um, is marking the day as well. And one of the things that they are doing is um, they're unrolling, uh, uh, debuting a podcast with one of their employees who was uh, drafted at 23. He uh, was selected to attend intelligence training. Uh, he now works um, at the VA Medical Center. Uh, his name is Sam... I don't want to get the name wrong. I'm, I know I'm Powell. looking at, Thank you, Sam Powell. 
And um, so they've got a podcast interviewing him. Interestingly enough, he was sent to Vietnam, flew over 100 low-level reconnaissance missions in a Cessna, mm-hmm. uh, unarmed. And it's not a very... Uh, not a, it's not a fighter jet, that's for sure. Yeah, it's not a fighter jet. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess that helps you go come in undetected, but that seems... <laughs> It'll get you to Florida. That seems dangerous. Yes, that's not will get you to Florida. So sure. um, so they, they're they going to unveil that on their uh, Martinsburg VA Medical Center social media page today. So uh, I think it's fascinating to hear some of these stories. And, oh, yeah. Um, you know, Especially because Vietnam stories seem... They're just so... Uh, for lack of a better word, they're so crazy. Mm-hmm. Be it, like, well, you've had some in your family. You right. Mentioned. Like you hear some of the stories. It's like, oh my gosh. So yeah, this yeah. would definitely be an interesting podcast. So uh, that's going on. And uh, I did see, because I do show prep for the four state too, because mm-hmm. of our, our music stations. Mm-hmm. And uh, in Hagerstown, uh, the Herald Mail says some Hagerstown roads are going to be closed today uh, for Vietnam veterans, uh, you know, events. And, uh, in Hagerstown, parts of South Walnut and West West Baltimore streets will be closed uh, as they do um, an event along uh, Hagerstown City Park at the Vietnam War Veterans Monument, and that is going to begin at noon. Nice. So, uh, roads will be closed beginning at 11 a.m., expected to reopen around 2.30. So um, mm. that's a regional event that folks can can go to. Absolutely. So, uh Make sure you're on the lookout for that if you got to be out and about, or mm-hmm. if you're looking for something to go, uh, you know, commemorate the mm-hmm. day and things like that. There's plenty to do around here, that's for sure. Right. Of course, as we mentioned, Chuck Hamp will be mm-hmm. on hand at the Berkeley uh, in Berkeley Springs at the Morgan County Veterans Vietnam Veterans Memorial. He'll be handing out 50th commemoration pins. Now, speaking of which, have you heard about uh, or anything about after the Ruck Walk? From Battle Buddies that was uh, up there were part of? I know if you look on the Battle Buddy page, they show some of the folks who mustered at the very beginning of the day. And that was th- a cool event. They thanked a lot of the the sponsors that came out. And uh, yeah, so I, we we were at the um, at the home show. Yeah. Couldn't really participate in that, but I'm, I'm glad that they, they marked the day in that way. Absolutely. Now, uh, what else has been going on around here, Marsha? <laughs> well, um, we have that story from our, our conversation yesterday with... 63rd District Delegate John Hardy. He's got an idea instead of gas tax uh, holiday, which he said would be problematic because um, a lot of that money is tied to bonds that mm-hmm. we still have to pay off for road work. <clears throat> His idea is to to make a database of licensed drivers who are also registered vehicle owners in the state and um, and give them a rebate based on what the average um, you know fill-ups would be during a month. And uh, the rebate would be essentially that three cents and some change gas tax. And and he he's also calling on the federal government to give a rebate of some sort because he says that decisions being made at the federal level are affecting the the gas rates, too. Right. So, and we had him on yesterday. And here is a little bit in his words of how the plan would go down. Let's say the average fill up is 15 gallons. Most people fill their car up five times a month. So you can take the five times 15, which gives it 75 gallons times that by the 3.57, which is the tax that's collected by the state, and then the state could issue a rebate check. Yeah, and most importantly, one vehicle per person. Right. <laughs> PanhandleNewsNetwork.com, you can read the full story there, and uh, I'm sure he would field questions if you have any. He yeah. says he has floated the idea to House uh, 
Speaker of the House Roger Hanshaw and to Senate President Craig Blair. Uh, I haven't heard anything about their their response on that, but it looks like you were able to. Um, oh, you're looking up gas prices. All right, I am looking gas, up gas buddy. Prices. You're you're the Panhandle's know, gas buddy. I know. Well, pretty much the same as yesterday. Uh, 404 is the lowest, and it looks like the highest. Is 409? 409. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so still not as bad as other places, not too far away from here, that's for sure. But if you look up uh, Maryland Way, it's significantly cheaper, that's for sure. But yeah, I went over to, uh, yeah, for real. Uh, but I found or went over to the Battle Buddy Response Team uh, Incorporated Facebook page, and they have some really, really cool videos of the 22 oh, mile. Is that a drone? Marsh. Drone footage? Yeah, drone footage of uh, the guys that, you know, mustered, like you said, Marsha, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, walked on Route 40. All the way to Frederick. Um, pretty impressive. 22 miles. Yeah, freezing cold. With too. with their rucksacks loaded up to... And a stroller and a and baby. A, oh, <laughs> a baby made that walk. And, I'm telling you. Yeah, in a, well, you. in a stroller. but Very cool. Very but, cool and for a good, uh, good cause and for a good reason. Absolutely. Sure. You can listen to our interview with uh, Sam Rock about the, the Ruck March as well. It's archived on our Panhandle Live Facebook page and Spotify. Absolutely. I'm going to share this video over to the... Uh, Panhandle Live Facebook page as well. Look at that. So, uh, instantaneous. Yeah, so go over and take a look at that. But we got to get to our news break. We'll be back for more here on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Welcome back to Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kabalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm, swing us Virginia and Maryland to make individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit their new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at SuttonandJanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. And breaking news in downtown Martinsburg, uh, posted on the Martinsburg, West Virginia City Hall Facebook page. Well, the meters downtown, which if you are downtown any amount of time or live downtown, you know that these parking meters are the bane of everyone's existence because it's like you're there for two seconds and bang, there's a ticket on your window, wow. right? So it was $5, speaking from experience here. They were $5 per ticket. Now they're $10 per ticket. All right, so make sure you're like paying your meters. I feel like this is a thing that you've, you've been waiting Pay to your say. Meters. I know, but so the reason I'm bringing this up is that uh, meters now in the downtown Martinsburg area, uh, as posted on the official City Hall Facebook page, are quarters only now, which they say it should make it a little easier. I don't think that necessarily makes it easier. When you're digging around and you're looking for for a dime or whatever. You can't just grab like a bunch of different things and just (laughs) chuck it in there. Uh, But they're quarters only. And of course, you can do the pay by phone app, uh, which is a pretty useful app, pretty good app. So um, yeah, be on the lookout if you're out about downtown. Okay. Make sure you pay your meters as long as you have quarters. Wow. Okay. Yeah. This this could be controversial. I think it could be too. Because I don't think that makes that easier at all. Because you can't like, look, I'm running into DeFleury's for 10 minutes. Do I really need to spend a quarter? Do I got to put a whole hour in? So, you know? How much do you get for a quarter? I think it's like an hour for per quarter. Wow. Um. And then it so, was like, so it was I like 10 minutes. A, I could have put a 10, you know, a dime in. Right. For my 10 minute run into the flurries. See? And now the quarters, hey, they're hard to come this by isn't, sometimes. 
Inflation has hit the parking meters. Mm-hmm. I'm telling so, you. I'm telling you. You know what, though? It's worth it. It's worth it to park downtown and be right in front of a store and be yep. able to just, you know, typically I end up having time on my meters anyway. Right. And uh, as posted yesterday, Martinsburg City Hall will be getting a facelift, an interior and exterior makeover to nice. uh, City Hall. And you can see their uh, plans and their blueprints and the, uh, you know, 3D model of it over on their Facebook page as well. Uh, I think, did we post it on ours? I'm not sure. I, I did it. not. So if, yeah. if you haven't, so go ahead and do it. Also, <laughs> I think they're going to be our neighbors. They're going to be at Tanger, the old Tanger outlets. Yep. They're going to, they will be moving to, and I got to find it here. I thought it was out on Foxcroft. Yeah. That, that's like adjacent to us. Right. The brick buildings. That used to be the outlets, Tanger outlets. Oh yeah. Here, they so, temporarily moved to 206-208 Viking Way. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the renovations but yeah it looks like it's going to look super super cool downtown and it's pretty much just been empty uh, for the most part ever since the police station moved mm-hmm. in uh, to the back in the court one out so very so exciting if you've got business downtown you know you need to pay any, any yeah, fines take your or quarters any, if you have to pay your parking meter fine for example <laughs> yeah, you Jordan, can do it online you can do it online you can but you can also go uh, yeah i'm sure they'll let you know whenever everyone's going to be moving the business end of it oh, yeah. over to um the Viking Way. Yeah, very cool. So all kinds of stuff happening in 2022 in downtown Martinsburg. Keep your eye out on it. And, of course, uh, make sure you keep your eye over on our Facebook page, either Panhandle Live or WPM and WCST. Speaking of pages, you know, we've been we've been um, talking to folks from the Berkeley County 250th Commemorative mm-hmm. Committee. And I was, I was reaching out to Matthew Umstead uh, this morning saying, hey, you know, when are you guys going to be back on? And I said, hey... I hooked me up with a historian because you guys have had some really juicy tidbits oh, yeah. on your on your uh, Facebook page. Uh, we're we're learning a lot. Who's your historian? You know what he said? Me or him? Yeah, it's him. <laughs> the, I, and he I has love all, all these credentials. Stuff. He's he's like he's got a history degree. Like I posted just the other day the uh, groundbreak the shovel for the groundbreaking of James Rumsey Institute. Like, uh huh. How cool is that? You know why? That's way cool. Nineteen sixty nine, March twenty fifth of nineteen sixty nine. I mean, different. Uh, photos of like fountains and the reasons behind them being there, the orchards and the, you know, downtown pictures. And of course uh-huh. the Berkeley WV 250 website has a ton, a ton of stuff. Oh, and a countdown timer, 46 mm-hmm. days, 10 hours, 19 minutes and 45 seconds until the official 250th birthday of Berkeley County. There you go. That is way cool. Very so you'll, cool. You'll learn a lot about our neighborhood here in the Panhandle. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. it's not just, it's not just a Martinsburg story. It's not just a, Berkeley County story. You know, for mm-hmm. example, Jefferson County was carved out of Berkeley. Right. So. Very cool. I'm to, I haven't necessarily gone through too much this website. Well, Isn't that cool? I know what I'll be doing today. <laughs> the, talk Here, about a right rabbit hole. Yeah, I'll do that like right now. But anyways, uh, we'll be speaking with. Katie oh. or Dove mm-hmm. here in just a little while from Dove's uh, from Orr's Farm Market uh, because it is definitely turning in as it might not feel like it outside, but it's definitely turning into, you know, orchard and, you know, season where you're going out to these farms and going out to the markets and, and stuff. Blossoms. And she'll yeah. talk about the, you know, photography slots and things they've had to they changed their hours and things. We'll talk to her about an update with that and some of their Easter programming, which will be really cool. Absolutely. And that's all coming up right here in just a minute on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Welcome back to Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik.
Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving us Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. Give us a new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at SuttonandJanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik here in just a little bit. We'll be speaking with Katie Ordove of Orbs Farm Market about their uh, spring growing season. Some of the things that they might be having out at the uh, market. Maybe some Easter stuff going on. Photo shoot mm-hmm. things. So, uh, well, and I think this should be her joining us. Yeah, right I want to ask her too because, you know, it, it's a farm market. But, you know, they, they have a lot of orchards. Right. <laughs> so I want to ask her about how things are going with this cold snap as well. Well, we should be able to ask her right now because joining us on the phone is Katie Ordove of Orr's Farm Market. Katie, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. So happy that you could be on with us. Thanks for having me. All right. So first off, let, let's let's get to the tough question. We've had a couple of, of cold snap days. Uh, I was already planting little things in my indoor greenhouse things, you know, those little tiny planters. I'm sure you guys are doing things to a much larger scale. How are the uh, orchards doing? Um, I think we're doing okay out here. We had 21 degrees last night, which is a little dicey, so we might have lost some peaches. Um, our Some of our peaches are not in full bloom, so that's definitely a a positive thing in our favor. They're all at different stages right now, the different varieties. So we're hoping if we did lose some peaches last night, we didn't lose all the peaches. And um, the other thing that we have in our favor is we didn't prune our peach trees yet. So we might be able to like selectively prune the trees, um, removing like branches with dead peaches over alive you know mm-hmm. now how cold gonna get for you know because obviously i don't think anybody was necessarily planning for this cold of weather to hit this time of year but how cold can it get for you know your crops to still be you know for the most part good to go um i think it depends on the the type of fruit that is apricots last night because they're further along in their bloom um plums if you had any plums some of them might have been killed um so it depends on the type of fruit and it depends on the stage of the blossom at that moment, like if it's in full bloom or not. Um, so I think last night we were hoping for 24 degrees or above um, on the ones that were in full bloom. Mm-hmm. So, but again, the other thing that's strange here is that not the whole orchard is at 21 degrees. Oh. So, you know, like different heights and elevations right. of the farm, you know, when we know which spots on our farm are the coldest. Huh. So. That's always interesting. Like, you know, mm-hmm. some, some areas might be affected, but not others. Right. So um, moving on to some some happier notes, of course, it's it's blossoming season. And um, I know every year it's a perennial favorite of photographers and just families alike to come out and get pictures uh, when your trees are in full bloom. So talk to folks about what that process is. Um, we have photography guidelines on our, web, our website that list our best estimated times for coming and catching blossoms. The last couple of days, the weather has been so cold, it's definitely slowed down the opening of the blossoms. Um, I see plums in bloom outside with the white blossoms, but the pink. So I would think maybe waiting, I would say maybe four or five more days. Um, but I mean, they're just, they're just waiting to mm-hmm. burst open, you know, like they're, they're pink, <laughs> but just not fully bloomed yet. I love driving through there and just seeing the hillside. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, in the fall, of course, it's the beautiful fall colors, but in the spring, 
it's it's pink and it's white. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it's uh, it gives you more energy. It almost feels like in the springtime seeing all that because you know everything is new and growing back again. Yep, definitely. We love to see it. Although it definitely puts the pressure on you know you got to get started. <laughs> it represents <laughs> work. <laughs> it's it's you guys. It's work for you, right? <laughs> I think if you saw our faces yesterday, you would know how we're feeling right now. It's like <sighs> everybody feels like you know. Oh, yesterday was so cold and so windy. Oh. Yeah, we could be working 24 hours a day right now and still not be feeling prepared, but it always works out. (laughs) Well, spring, new opportunities. And of course, last year you guys had a bumper crop, but um, you're going to be bringing some new things uh, to to your offerings this year. So let's talk about Easter season and um, some of the things happening on on the lot there. Sure. Um, So we did the live nativity for Christmas, and it was a huge hit, and we love doing it to get the families out and um, also to give back to the community. We like to end our year on that, and we like to start our year on that. So um, the Easter celebration gives us a chance to give back to an an organization in the community that we feel like, you know, could use help. So we heard from Karen at the Good Samaritan Clinic in Martinsburg, and um, they do great work over there. So we're donating all the proceeds for this Easter resurrection celebration event um, to the Good Samaritan Clinic at downtown Martinsburg. And so what the people will do is they'll come in, they can give a monetary donation at the gate at the farm market, and they will get on the wagon and go down to the barnyard, and we're acting out four scenes of the resurrection. Um, and we decided to do it this Saturday before Easter and the Saturday after Easter, um, so the first one will be the 16th and the second one will be the 23rd and we're doing it from one to four so they can come. We'll have wagons just, you know, continuously leaving. Um, they can pay what they can and they can come down and see, um, the four different scenes of the resurrection acted out Very and cool. there'll be live music down there too. We have the worship band from cross point, um, church in Kearneysville coming on the 16th. And the 23rd is from Rock Spring Church, and I think they're in considered Kearneysville or Ransom. Yeah, we're speaking with Katie Ordove from Orr's Farm Market. Now, this is kind of looking ahead. I think Marcia has something else she wants to ask you, too. That's but right. um, you still, everything's still looking pretty normal for the summertime with the, you know, wagon rides and the petting zoo and things like that? Yeah, we're going to go. We're going to go full tilt. Um, we are going to open, you know, the six days a week will be closed on Sundays. Um, we're having longer hours starting I think the second week of May we're going to be open till seven on Fridays and Saturdays and we are almost fully booked for live bands for our Saturday bluegrass days we decided to do them every Saturday this year since we're not open on Sundays so every Saturday you come out there'll be live music and then we're also planning to feature four local vendors um, I should say artisans people that are making handmade items um, the first Saturday of every month starting in June so we're kind of hoping to have some some neat artwork there too, um, to kind of um, showcase those people that are so talented. It's all it, it's more than just going and getting produce. It's more than just getting that, those yummy baked goods um, and and some of those handcraft things from from your uh, farm market. It's it becomes a family event and a family tradition. Lots of things to do for the little ones. Will you be doing any pick your own this year? For sure. We um, we hope that the strawberries will be fine through these cold temperatures. And um, so we'll be post. I think everything is up on the website now with our best estimate on dates. Um, and then, we'll, you know, as the crops come along, we'll put the reservation system up for each crop one at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this should be, I mean, as long as the blossoms do well on the cherries, uh, this should be a really big cherry crop year. It's usually in every other. Um, so this year's crop should be really good in the cherry patch as long as the weather holds for the blossoms. Now I know you have. Now I know you yeah. have. Of course, everybody knows about the big farm market over at Orr's Farm Market. But do you guys do you still do farmers markets or anything like that? I know that season's getting ready to kick in. Um, we don't do farmers markets, but we did start a CSA last year, and it's been really popular. So we're getting ready to unroll. I think at least one more delivery route on our CSA, and that's where you can subscribe to a box of produce on your porch delivered once a week. Oh, cool! I didn't um, know you guys were doing that. Yeah, we did it real small last year. We did like 35 people last year just to kind of get our feet wet. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year we're going to try to open it up to, you know, another 35 or maybe double that if we can keep up with it. We're kind of looking at who's going to be our, which routes are going to be our next location. Right. Well, that's awesome. Our guest this morning is Katie Ordove of Ors Farm Market. Of course, within the next month is going to be Easter. We talked a little bit about um, your Easter celebration that's happening the 16th and the 23rd. Uh, you can bring your family out, get on that uh, hay wagon, put in a donation of your choice, choice which will go uh, to help uh, a worthy community partner. And, um, you know, it's also a great way for folks to help their kids uh, think about the real meaning of Resurrection Sunday, Easter. Um, so I'm sure you guys are gearing up really excited about this, right? We are. And we actually, I'm going to put a plug out. We need a few more male characters. <laughs> There's a lot of male characters in this, um, the Easter celebration, um, a lot more than in the nativity. So, you know, we have the 12 disciples and all, all kinds of different male characters in each scene. So we need a, a few more that don't have speaking parts. So if anybody wants to reach out to me at the Farm Market website um, on our Facebook page, you can message me and I can love to have you for that event. That would be wonderful. So people could be like centurions just standing the guard, right? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get people to sign up to be Judas and like, you know, the unrepentant thief, you know. <laughs> I bet there's someone out there who's like, you know what, I could do I could, I could, could do a Judas. Judas. Yeah, yeah, I could be a pretty good Judas. I yeah. could think of a few. <laughs> but why'd you look at me like that? <laughs> uh, that's just, a, just well, telling me like that. Yeah, we've been speaking with Katie Ordub from Ors Farm Market. Katie, thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Take care. And that was Katie Dove from Orr's Farm Market. Coming into that time of year, even though it's, uh, what, like 13 degrees outside, I think. I have but, been, uh, I've already been buying Easter Basket stuff. But that's so, I did not know they were doing like a delivery produce The route. CSA? That's so yeah. cool. That is that cool. That is such a cool idea. And of course, Farmer's Market will be kicking off in downtown Martinsburg here, I think next month. I think uh, mid-April. Uh, Robbie think told of us how last much time. those those folks at, like at Ors and the different farm, you know, the smaller farms that are part of the farm markets, they're working their tails off oh, yeah. right now, getting things in the ground. And this protecting cold things. weather, this cold snap does not help things. I have so my my youngest was home, and we planted a few things um, in the little terrarium things, you know, the little greenhouses, and we have pumpkin vines right now coming out. Oh, but no way. it's too cold Pumpkins. to put them in the ground. Yeah, they're not pumpkins by any stretch yet. I was going to say, like, if, you are, um, if you're growing pumpkins, I'm going to need some pumpkin bread at <laughs> some points in the very near future. But if they're, they're just all cover, uh, carved into jack-o'-lanterns or whatever. Nah, you got to make some pumpkin bread out of that, just I so not, I can have some pumpkin bread. I will say, or I don't... pumpkin pie. This was an act of optimism, because I don't have a good track record with growing pumpkins at my house. So, Why is or that? Watermelon. I don't know. I'm just I'm not great at it. I, I'm sure my, my, my father's looking down from heaven going... Ah, you better than that. Speaking of fathers, I just got a text from mine saying I should sign up to be Judas in the worst farm market thing. Oh my gosh, typecast. Unreal. Unbelievable. Yeah, no. Uh, my acting days were 
uh, I peaked in fourth grade when I was mm-hmm. the Santa Claus. You'd be a great centurion, though. Like, you could do the whole tall looking down on people's stern. Am I being typecasted? Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's it's better than Judas. <laughs> I, I, I take right. that as a win, Jordan. <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> Anyways. If you missed any Panhandle Live today, you can listen back to it a little bit later on over on our Panhandle Live Facebook and Spotify page. We uh, heard from Chuck Hamp or Hamp Chark Chuck, Chuck Hamp. Hamp. My goodness, easy from for Morgan you to say. County Vietnam Veterans Memorial Committee uh, because today is a very special day. Mm-hmm. He'll be out at the Veterans Memorial, the Vietnam Veterans Memorial, from ten to four. Absolutely, in Berkeley Springs. Absolutely, and then we also just heard from Katie Ordove over at Orr's Farm Markets. Get to that time of year. Where it's well it's supposed to be warm out. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is it out right now? It says forty five. There's no <laughs> way it's forty five outside. Yeah, there's no chance. I'm gonna take a look at this here quick. And and they 29, need, 29 outside. Woo-hoo. And they need characters for the whole um, uh, Easter celebration over at Oars. So well, here's your forecast for tomorrow uh, morning. Okay. Uh, light this is tomorrow morning. Light freezing rain in the morning. <laughs> what? But then a high sixty one. So there you go. Getting all <laughs> all you need tomorrow. Gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Anyways, if you missed this episode, you can listen back to it a little bit later on today on a Panhandle Live Facebook and Spotify page for Marsha Kavalik and Jordan Dice Warren. It's been Panhandle Live on WPM at WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Have a good one. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Martinsburg and WCST Berkeley Springs, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here too.